okay you are okay i just kind of wanted to follow up really quickly about that last one i'm listening to a dose of black joy the podcast okay you're listening okay 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 so okay so my name is aaron thrilopoulos i'm the manager of managerial logistics for management for mcmanagers at mcmanagement and you are listening to a dose of black joy and caffeine uh podcast well i'm super excited to have you here and we are going to dive on in so Welcome one and all to another episode of A Dose of Black Joy and Caffeine Podcast. Now, I do want to say that this is not season eight, uh, but we are well on our way to uh, season eight. But we wanted to bring you um, another episode. So today on the show, we have Aaron Thorat. And I'm sorry, Aaron, I don't want to mispronounce your last name, but how do you say your last name? Thrilopolis, uh, but a lot of people also just came and nicknamed me Corporate Aaron. So that's yeah. awesome fine too, but yeah, it's Thrilopolis. Okay, okay, awesome. Well, there we go, Thrilopolis. Um, Aaron currently serves as the manager for managerial, managerial managers at Managers of McManagement. Um, and in the last year, she's achieved multiple wins, such as being named Manager of the Year, Top key performer. So today we're going to chat with Erin about how she has leveraged robust systems to scale <laughs> effective strategies. <laughs> how she has leveraged robust systems to scale effective strategies and really implement um, her global impact social solutions and also her efforts where she's currently leading as a Black executive chair, um, business making bold decisions for black history month so with that being said aaron welcome to a dose of black joy and caffeine oh thank you so much i'm so excited to deep dive into this conversation with you thank y'all yeah you know um so let's start off with something i would love to learn a little bit more about your position um this is a new one that some people are familiar with not so much but can you tell the people at home listening a little bit more about what you do on the day-to-day Sure. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people that are like, hey, what goes on for someone in your type of position? And I say, well, hey, I'm happy to kind of go over it with you at a very high level. Okay. So if you just take like a 30,000 foot view and say the inner workers, there's a lot of internal things and there's a lot of external facing responsibilities. Okay. So for internally, that means who are we communicating within the infrastructure within the organization and externally, who are we communicating externally outside of the organization and who's running those teams effectively? and who's being able to kind of keep everybody on the same page and kind of manage the robust system that drives the business forward, okay? So you have ambassadors within your company who are kind of marked to kind of take on the task to keep everybody up to task. So that's just kind of how I would explain it to a four-year-old. Okay, thank thank you so much. I think that, you know, um, it's really, really helpful and you're definitely paving the way there. So, you know, Aaron, you have actually already reached the part of the podcast where I have a little game for you, if that's okay. Oh, okay. I love games. All right. So, you know, you um, have um, mentioned so many words that I think have been trigger alerts to a lot of people for some reason. So I just kind of would love for you to break down a few of them. So let's start with the first one, EOD. Yes. Okay. So a lot of people kind of mistake this sometimes for end of December and we kind of don't want that to happen again. So EOD is end of day. And if I can break that down for you, it's the end of the work day. So say 5 p.m. is the end of the work day. If something is due EOD, you have to have it in by 5 p.m. that day. Okay. I I love that. I love that. So I just have two more for you. Scope. What is that one? 
Sure. A scope. Now, a lot, a lot of people, if you think about like what a scope is, the idea of like looking into something, okay? So when you think of a scope, that's typically something you develop with a client or say, hey, here's what we're looking at doing for you, okay? okay. And we can just nail down what we're doing for you. We kind of call that the scope. And we want to keep a lens on the scope throughout the engagement. Got it. Okay. And, you know, um, the last one is portal. And I just want to touch on this because you have seemed to create so many different portals for so many different um, different initiatives. We're going to later on get into Black History Month that you're now celebrating in the month of January. Yes. But can you talk a little bit about what a portal is? Sure. Well, at our company, we have several different portals that our employees have to be logged into, some at all times. And each one, you have to have your PIN number and two-factor authenticator to kind of be able to access these portals, okay? So we have 92 portals here, and it's the quickest and most effective way to kind of communicate information and to kind of make sure, like, different processes happen. So we have our PTO portal, where you're going to want to log in your PTO. We have our pregnancy portal, where you're going to want to learn us that you're pregnant. We have our... We have our trash pickup portal where you say, hey, I'm in the office and I'm picking up trash today. We have our mail portal. We have a lot of different portals. We have a teardrop portal. We have emotional support portal. We have a bathroom portal where you can go and you can reserve the third stall in the th on the third floor. You would do that through our bathroom portal. Okay. Um. All right, let's dive yeah. into this. Let's dive into this. Yeah. So you're in the month of uh, January and I wanted to have you on, you know, yeah. you are, you're doing something that surprisingly a lot of business leaders actually do. And I think that um, it's very, very quiet, but you're being very loud about it, but you have decided to bump up Black History Month um, in an effort where um, I would love for you to talk about why you decided to do that. And then yeah. also to um, what are you doing um, in honor of Black History Month? Well, yeah, so I took it upon myself to kind of guide the company through understanding that Q1 in February is very busy for us with client deliverables, that we didn't want to take the spotlight away from Black History Month, and that it would be best if we moved it up to December 15th through January 15th. And simply because, you know, it's never been done before, so it will have, like, a lot of eyeballs. We noticed that we have lot, lots of increased lifted morale when our Black employee workforce feels celebrated. So we said, hey, to get everybody kind of through the holiday lull, let's just kind of let people know that we're thinking about them now and that we're kind of, that we're engaging in this now so instead of kind of waiting for February to roll along. Let's just go ahead and highlight Black people now. Okay, thank you. I, I appreciate you bringing that up. So I, I just wanted to ask, how does that show up from, uh, from in terms of equity uh, yeah. when it comes to your spotlighting uh, these different Black employees throughout the year, but are you spotlighting them uh, when it comes to equity, when that comes to bonus, when it comes to promotion, salary increases? Does that also oh, okay. show up throughout the year? Okay, so we're getting into the deep stuff here. Okay, so well, first of all, I don't have any representation from HR and legal. So there's a lot of things that I won't be able to get into. I can't speak okay. to individually why someone wouldn't get a bonus. There's a lot that kind of goes and there's a lot of moving parts, you understand? That kind of go, but there's no moving parts to celebrating one another. Okay, that's just kind of pretty straightforward. But when we get into things that kind of need evaluation, then there's a lot of different, you know, types of scenarios in which someone, and a lot of people would say, hey, you're just kind of going on and on to avoid the question. No, okay. no, no, no. I but, think, no. Okay, but I, so I do want to say that I understand 
you know, the equity behind being able to support such a large initiative. Well, you know, sometimes it's going to take some brave voices to kind of bring these issues to the forefront and, and know what's individual or what's collective. Okay. Okay. Um, I do want to double check. How are we doing on time so far? Okay. Well, I, I have, to, I do have to hop at a few, but I'm good on time. Okay. Um, I have a lot of time. We got started right on time. I really appreciate that. So, I'm, I'm, I'm yours. We can go the full seven hours if you want, or oh. however long you want this meeting to be. My one-on-ones are typically eight hours. So whatever works for you. Okay. No, absolutely. This is great. Well, you know, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We call this show a dose of black joy and caffeine. Um, and everybody that comes on the show, we've had 150 guests to date. They wow. say what their dose would be. What would you like to give our audience, our listeners, a dose of that you feel like we're currently missing and lacking in the workplace? Oh, let's see, a dose of what, what? hmm. Oh, that's a deep one. Let's see. I think we're missing a dose of, well, I know people have probably said a dose of joy before. Yeah. I think we're missing a dose of black joy in the workplace. I think okay. we're missing a dose of black joy in the workplace. I appreciate that. Listen, we will take that. So, you know, switching gears, and it's totally up to you how much you want to talk about this, but you made, sure. um, you know, I think your, your relationship um, uh, a bit public. And I would love for you to talk a little bit about navigating your relationship with um, Jared, who I believe is your partner, while also mm -hmm. focusing on your nine to five. Yeah, my husband's name is Jared, and he's the SVP of all global finance, and he's also a doctor. So he's very busy, and he works from home. Uh, uh, he works away from home a lot. So it's kind of, it's kind of stressful on that forefront. But you know, with my job, I'm kind of used to giving 3,000%. So I have a 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. schedule and a 9 to 5 schedule and then a 5 to 9 schedule, okay? So we have family one-on-ones where we meet and we have, you know, at one point our marriage was on a performance improvement plan. You know, I'll say it. I'll say it. So we definitely take measures to make sure that we stay together. It is hard to balance, but I don't believe in work-life balance. I believe that work is life balance. Okay, thank you. I, I appreciate you sharing that. And also, too, you know, it's it's nice to see that you're bringing some of your work inside of your relationship to, yeah. to make that happen. So I, I told a couple of people that, you know, you were going to be on the podcast and they were really, really excited. You know, one thing that we love to talk about on the podcast is vacations, because this is okay. everyone's reminder to do that. Erin, okay. when was the last time you went on vacation? Okay, so a lot of people don't think that I go on vacation often, but I actually do. Uh, Jared and I, we take the girls to several trips. We go up to the mountains often. I go visit my families. Um, I'm not legally allowed to talk about my parents, so I can't say where they live. But I go visit them often. Or we have several properties throughout the year that we kind of go to. But I will say to everybody that if you do, are working, you will have to log PTO into the vacation PTO portal about three years in advance. Okay, so I have to say that. Um, but the last, I would say, the last vacation that I have taken without work, I don't remember. Okay. Okay. Oh well. I appreciate that. And I hope that you enjoyed the vacation to the mountains too, because getting outside, that's, that's equally important. Um, so 
you know, lanyards. Let's dive into it. Yes, right? lanyards. You talk a lot about lanyards. I think that you have yeah. your own. What makes a solid lanyard to where you're like, oh. okay, this is a good one? Okay, durability for sure. Because mm -hmm. you never know, you know, sometimes our conferences are moving so fast, you might get your lanyard stuck in something. Is it going to have your back or what? Um, so durability for sure. Sometimes there's critical information on here. So you want to make sure that that hook is very durable. Also, is it one that you can reuse again? Is, is it one that has like an insert? Now, if the lanyard is the thing, well, okay, we can't use that again, but it's a nice, you know, piece to kind of remember. So you kind of got to think about that. But I look for reusability and durability. Yeah. All right. I appreciate that. I appreciate, I appreciate that question so much. I love talking about lanyards. No, I mean, look, I mean, you are, you seem to be the, the main person to, to actually be talking about them so much. So I wanted to make sure <laughs> that we could cover that um, you know, and really dive in deeper into that. Yeah. Uh, okay. So I just have a few more questions with you because I know you have to run, but sure. um, there's a lot of talk, I think, about lunch and learns. And a lot of companies use this as the opportunity for employees to eat as well as learn something new about the company. But how do you approach your lunch and learns? Okay. So now lunch and learns, I understand the idea of people wanting to have lunch sponsored by the company for a company sponsored lunch and learn. But sometimes you have to understand that the company is sponsoring the learning. Okay. And since we're working from home, it's kind of hard to kind of gauge who to give what, because, you know, some people may say, Hey, I'm ordering Chinese. And someone would say, Hey, I'm ordering a steak. So it's like, you know, do we all send them the same amount of money or, you know, what's going on there? It's kind of hard to account for that. So lunch and learns, the company, if you work for the company, you do have to provide your own lunch and we provide the learn. Okay. Got it. Okay. So that's good. So you're, you're, you're taking a new approach to this to where you focus on what the employees are learning, which is really great. Yeah. Um, you know, you have really started a conversation, I think, that just has been really, really massive. If anybody's listening, I hope that they follow you. I know that you're on TikTok, but while you've started a lot of conversation about business, a lot of people are also saying that it's very triggering to them. Yeah. Um, how, how would you respond to that? Because Aaron, you seem you seem like an amazing person, but what do you Thank what you. do you think what do you think is what do you how Thank do you, you. Are you dealing well, with the backlash or is it? Yeah. So initially I just came to the forefront to help Lisa Beasley with her social media. And shortly after I saw the triggering messages and I, it hurt my feelings. I don't understand why people don't like me. Um, but you know, I've, I've dealt with it and I'm here to learn and I'm here to unlearn. Okay. So what I'm noticing is that some people there are noticing for the first time that they feel something when I speak. Either I remind them of someone that they worked with or someone that they don't like at all. <laughs> and they're kind of recounting those situations and they're realizing, hey, uh-oh, there's something there. That person, there's something there. So they're, they're noticing something a little larger than me and they're kind of being placed back into the environments that they were in. And, and some people are there now and say, uh-oh, uh-oh, that's as funny, but the inside of my body is, is thumping. Okay, I got you. Okay, I got yeah. you. Well, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you're doing that. I, I feel like this is only the beginning of us seeing you around. Um, you know, I think no matter who's listening to this podcast, I think that we should actually see you more because you're really creating... Yeah 
an amazing conversation. Absolutely. I'm, I, you know, I support you. And also too, we support all of our amazing uh, business professionals that come on this show. So we appreciate it. Thank so you. how can you keep up with your corporate stories? What's the best way to do that? Yeah. Well, you know, so it's very interesting because I am developing kind of like a guide so okay. people can kind of, I can walk them through like, Hey, if you're just now being onboarded, here's where you can catch up. So I'm developing an onboarding portal to where you can kind of track the beginning and kind of understand there are several different storylines that are kind of playing out that people kind of need to stay on top on. And okay. so I try to keep on TikTok. I try to keep the number one pin that kind of tells you say, Hey, this is why I'm here. But I also have a LinkedIn. Um, I'm on Lisa's Twitter. Okay. And I have a private Instagram. So my private Instagram, um, if I accept, if I work with you, I'm not going to accept you into there. And that's just how that works. No coworkers allowed. It's currently, it's just 50,000 of my closest friends and family. Okay. So if you request access to that, I'll say, hey, okay, welcome to my private family. And I kind of keep everybody kind of posted about different things. So there are some people that are kind of eyeballing the entire experience and saying, hey, I know what's going on on each platform. So I see the full picture. And some people, if they're just on one platform, then they only see that part of the picture. Okay, I got you. So on all social media platforms is kind yes. of what you're saying. Okay, I got it. Thank you. appreciate you explaining that too. So yeah. final question before you get out of here, Erin, how do you do it all? And then also what made you take on the role of a black executive chair master? Okay. Yeah. So black executive chair master for our bumped up black history month is kind of an honor, you know? So a lot of people were a little thrown off by the word master. Well, I thought, well, I didn't want to add masters of ceremonies because that's just too many words. So I said, we had a cutoff with the printer or we only could have so many words on there. So I said, black executive chair master, as is, is better because we do have just like a chair master over our board and that's just kind of the language we use so it's been very nice to kind of spearhead up this um organization through this and it's a pivotal time for me to be able to highlight some black creators um within our company that kind of need you know some boosting right now so how do i do it all that's a great question so a lot of things come very, very easily to me. So I type about 5,000 words per minute. And I um, am <laughs> I'm very well versed in, you know, tech and the back end of things. So it's easy to just kind of get in there, click the buttons and have them do what I want them to do. So I can be able to kind of have like this mass, you know, media kind of effect everywhere. Okay, awesome. Well, look, we are definitely um, excited about your future, excited about the roles that you take on, and also to, um, you know, continuing to hit those home road keys as fast as you are, because uh, you're, you're, making, you're making waves. Um, this is the end of the podcast, and I appreciate it. Any final words before you get out of here? Um, I'll say keep circling back, following up, closing the loop. Um, keep trusting your gut, everybody. Um, if, if you feel any type of way negatively about me, hey, go take a look at that. Take care of yourself. Um, dive into mental health. I have a lot of last little tidbits I can give people. Um, mainly also run. Run as fast as you can. Um, if you want to get out of there, I'll help you get out. Okay, get out. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Mm. With that
that being said, thank you all once again for tuning into another episode of A Dose of Black Joy and Caffeine. Please make sure that you share this episode and also make sure that you follow as well as look for Aaron across all social media platforms. As always, stay safe and remember that you deserve a dose of black joy and caffeine. Until next time, I'm Adu.